Fuck boys, welcome back. Week ten, I think. Uh, I'm Travis. I'm David, and I do. I want to say one thing, Jaden. I know you've been praying on my downfall, hoping I, you know, catch a cold, get sick, something that keeps me from recording, so that you can try to weasel your way back into my co-host spot. But I promise you. It will never happen again. I'm here to stay. Yeah, I like that. I like that you came right out and said it. Um, and you know what? How, how about how about as a reward for you being back on this week? You should, Jaden, how it's done and answer this. Would you rather? All right. All right. All right. Would you rather? Lizzo sits on your face until she comes, or would you rather work for her for a year? Um, I like to think that my skills with oral are at least average. So I think I could take the face sitting. You know, I think I could get her there. And it's full. It's full her. body weight. It's full body weight. I mean, sitting on your face. It's tough because I'd have to work efficiently, right? I'd have to be very quick with it. Yeah. Because I've only got, you know, a minute or two down there before before my time's up and I'm just dead. But I don't really want to work for her for a year. So I think I think I'm taking the risk. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You're either working under pressure or you're dying. So I mean it's that's that's the right answer. That's I mean it's just it's just the only right answer. So, right. Um, yeah. So uh, we're gonna fly through this one. I don't think either one of us really wants to record that bad. David just got off work and is gonna continue to work after this. I I just want to I just want to fucking kill myself. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, any? Let's. You just want to jump right into the Bachelor, Bachelor yeah. or Bachelor in Paradise. Let's do it. I've got notes. I'm ready to go. All right. So, All right. Obviously, we didn't talk. You guys didn't talk about it last week because Jaden doesn't have the ability to watch The Bachelor and really like analyze the details of it, so he wasn't able to bring anything to the conversation there. Um, yep. But I've got you. Honestly, two weeks ago, not a whole lot going on outside of the whole. Tanner going on a date with Davia thing. Like that was I feel like that was the main piece to take away from that episode. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there wasn't much besides that. No, that's that's basically right. Um Yeah, it it was basically a full episode to show that Kat is is pretty crazy. So yeah. yeah. I will say it did happen on her birthday. This seemed it seems very planned. Like I don't know. I feel like when they go into the show, they must have to put together a list of like people that they're interested in, right? Um, and Davia must have had like Tanner on her list of people that she was interested in. So they were like, "Oh, look, Cat's birthday lands in the time that they're gonna be in paradise. Like if Cat's still here." This is the day we need to bring out Davia because 
if Kat's here, still here with Tanner, right? Like, bring on Davia. She's going to take Tanner on this one-on-one on Kat's birthday. Kat's going to get pissed. She's already a little psycho. And it's like, I mean, it's perfect for the drama of the show, which is like the whole thing. Um, but going into that date, I don't even remember. They did pinata stuff, right? Like, yep. They yep, did pinata Bray- stuff. Brayden oh, and Rachel. Brayden Bray- and Rachel did one one as well. Yes. Yeah, they did the pinata stuff. And then Tanner and Davia did. Uh, I don't even remember what they did. I don't either. It wasn't like a super. Did they go like horseback riding or something? Yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it was super memorable. It sounds like this is kind of leaning or leaking between two weeks ago and this week, but it doesn't seem like Davia and Tanner are going to continue on with their thing, right? Like, it seems like that gave Tanner... I haven't finished last week's episode, by the way, so maybe something happened. But from what I could tell, like, what I sensed from it and what I've seen of last week's episode, which Tanner's already talked to Kat, it seems like he wasn't, like, I'm full in on Davia. It was more like, I went on this one-on-one because I needed clarity. The clarity that I got is that I don't want to be with you, Kat, because... I don't think our values align. Yeah, I mean, yes, no. I'm sure, like he and Davia, no one really stays together, so it it doesn't sound like seem like they're like super into each other. No, definitely, right. definitely not. Okay. Like, but um, yeah. So continue. Continue. All right, all right, uh, so the first thing I had on my notes, this is now on this week's episode. Like, whose side are you on? Are you on, like, Kat's side? That, like, it was super disrespectful of him to say yes right away without, like, even talking to her? Or are you on Tanner's side where he was like, well, I already didn't really have a ton of clarity, so, like, why wouldn't I go on this date? Because I, I kind of see it from from both angles like he did say yes immediately like she was like yeah we go on the same like yes i will no no hesitation i i feel like like in a normal circumstance if we were just you know out and about and you just kind of had a situation ship and someone came up and asked if you were or like just like a friends with benefit or something that you were with and someone just came up and asked, like Tanner's response would be, like kind of inappropriate. But you're in, you're in paradise, like literally. That is literally what this show is about. Like, yeah, that's a good I, point. I, I'm I'm on his side. I'm very infrequently going to be on Cat's side. I agree. She is a little cuckoo. Um, one thing I thought was kind of funny is there was that whole thing where she was like calling Tanner a fuckboy and stuff. And it was like all the girls were around her like talking and she was like, Tanner's such a fuckboy. Like, and it's all bleeped out. So you couldn't really tell, but like Davia is just like right behind her while she's talking about how big of a fuckboy she thinks Tanner is. And this is before I really sussed out that I didn't think Tanner and Davia were really into each other. And I was like, that's got to be super awkward 
for Davia to just be standing there while Kat's talking shit about her new potential partner. Well, the other part is, is Davia was like mature enough to talk to Kat and just be like, hey, I didn't realize like what was going right. on, blah, blah, blah. Like, Which makes so, sense. She just got there. Yeah, yeah. So she just did what basically she was told to do. So, yeah, it... I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to lie. I'm not as interested in that timeline as they're like pushing right right now. Um, I I think Cass probably going to be gone, and that's probably a good thing. So. I agree. We can we can keep the focus on Cat. Um, so basically, Cat, you know, says like I'm done with Tanner. He's a fuck boy. Like no more fuck boys. She's like. Like, now I'm without a man. The guys have the roses this week. Like, I need to find someone. And then she says something which definitely makes me makes it seem like she's playing the game. Not that I couldn't see her being attracted to him. But she was like, it's so weird. Like, all of a sudden, John Henry just seems really hot to me. Like, he's just now seeming hot to you because now you need to try to attach yourself to someone. Um, I yeah, I don't know. It just the timing is obviously a little weird to say that. How how far did you get into that that episode? Here's how far I got with that whole storyline. Um, so I have a note here that Kylie does a terrible job trying to like wingman cat. Like when John Henry's in the pool, she's like, John Henry, have you ever? talked to my friend Kat before, which is, like, the most obvious and, like, I don't know, stupidest thing to do. But then, my only other note that I really have about their whole storyline is I feel like John Henry shows his most emotion when he's talking about underwater welding. Oh. Which is crazy. 100%. Yeah. Like, 100, 100%. he was explaining it to her, and you could just tell, like, this dude digs the fuck out of his job. Like, he really likes underwater welding. So, so I want to talk a little bit about that timeline. Uh, you didn't see the new person come in then, the new girl come in. Genevieve, I did see that. No, Genevieve came in, and then there's another. That I comes did not in. see the other girl then, no. Okay. Okay. So, uh,. Let me let me wrap this up real quick on what happens B- based on memory. I don't know how much I'm going to catch. So Genevieve goes on a date with Blake. Jess gets all insecure and she's like, I, I was the one that said I wanted space, but I haven't been pushing and blah, blah, blah. Uh, this new girl named like Becca comes in. She was on, she was like the eliminated the first night. She's not even like, she's not even like uh, shown on screen at all. Um, just barely is on like, not like, no one knows who she is. Anyway, she shows up. Everyone's like, "Damn, she's a bombshell!" Like, she's hot. Which I mean, I, I don't know. Um, anyway, Braden pulls her, goes on a date with her. Braden says, "I feel a spark with her that I don't feel with." Uh, Rachel hasn't told Rachel that yet, but basically, Braden thinks she's really hot. 
and that's the reason that he wants to be with her. And then the John Henry, Cat, and Olivia timeline is actually the most interesting part of it at the end because all Cat talks about is how she wants to put her tongue down John Henry's throat and how Tanner doesn't even use tongue when he makes out. That's right. I did hear that. She also, I don't know if you caught this, but she basically said he good at eating pussy because he had a tongue ring. Yes. Yes. She implied that. And they cut away from it, but it made Jess like like blush and get uncomfortable. So that whole part was super interesting, you know. Um they cut it but they didn't and then they go to like the day beds. Sorry for spoiling this for you, but they go to like the, the day beds or whatever. Um John Henry and Kat, her fully intending on like leaning in for a kiss and or making out or just trying to get him to go down on her and uh Olivia steals him and basically is just like, I really like you. And John Henry's like, I like that you came and stole me. Like, that, that's a good thing. Like, that means that you care. Um, blah, blah, blah. But then in the preview for next week, you see John Henry and Kat kissing in a pool. So, it's, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Gotcha. Okay, so the only notes I really have about... We kind of went over the whole, like, Genevieve, Blake, Jess thing. Mm-hmm. Is... One, I thought it was funny, like, so Genevieve asked Blake to go on the one-on-one. He says, yes, can I, like, talk to Jess first? And when they sit down, he's immediately like, you go first. Yeah. It's so funny to me, because it's like, you were the one that said yes to the date. Like, that's your, like, you're the one that needs to, like, explain things. And she was kind of the same way, too. She was like, but you were the one that said you were going to go on this one-on-one. And I don't know. I know she said, like, I'm the one that wasn't really sure, but it really seems like Blake is the one pushing that narrative. Like, it seemed like earlier in this oh. episode, she was like, well, I I wore this really cute top. I, like, I just wish Blake would, like, want to talk with me so that I could show him it, because, like, I really like him type of thing. And... He's the one that keeps saying, like, well, Jess, Jess just wants to explore. Uh, oh, he's I, gaslighting, 100%. 100%. Uh, I guess I don't know if it happens. Obviously seen the preview of... Um, the preview of Tyler Norris and her, like, making out. So I don't know if that happens in this episode or not. It it does happen in that episode, and Tyler Norris is with Mercedes, who Jess and Mercedes are good friends. So I and she even says it. She's like, I don't really want to do this. It's kind of gonna make me nervous. I don't. It, but he gives like the he. It's like the super cringy. Like she's like, I don't know. I just feel really insecure. He's like, you should never feel insecure. Have you looked in the mirror? Look at you. You're gorgeous. All that and. She hits him back with a. It was like a fifth grade conversation. She's like, so does that mean you kind of like me? And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I do kind of like you. And so he goes and says, well, Jess was someone I was interested in, like, coming into this. But he also hit 
Mercedes with like you're my you were my number one. You're the only person I really wanted to see here. So like he's being you know, kind of a fuck boy too. But right. um yeah, so they, they make out and I that means that one of Jess or Mercedes is probably gone. Yeah. So uh the only other thing I really have about it is during that conversation Blake was like well, I thought this conversation was going to be easier, but it's just not. And it's like, I mean, how did you really expect this conversation to go? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like he was expecting her to be like, yeah, go on this date. I don't care. But that's obviously not how it went at all. Yeah, I I think that he read way too much into that truth or dare or whatever game that they had. Yeah, 100%. And, like, he did hesitate for a little bit, but yeah, he definitely read way too much into it. And then he got he got super defensive and everything over it, so I don't know. This week's episode should be pretty good. Charity came on at the end of the episode. Oh, you didn't see all that drama oh, either, did I you? Did, I did have a note. I found out what the whole Aaron B thing was. I haven't seen anything else for it. No, they, talk, they talk about it a little bit at the end of this, but yeah, go he, for it. So he apparently was like still kind of in a relationship with his ex right before Paradise. Um, uh, right later. before Charity Season. Oh, right before Charity Season. Okay. Yeah. See, I thought Kat said that he was in a relationship like right before getting on the island. So, so like the whole thing was uh, Kat told Eliza that um Aaron B had been talking to someone before charity season and charity had told her that and all this and Eliza got all like worried about it and everything she's like I was ready to take like the next step like talk about like you know our like turning it into a relationship maybe what we would do if we got out of here blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and uh so they like Aaron B like approaches Cat and Cat's like, I'm just trying to do what's best for your relationship. And he's like, Well, how does that make sense? He's like, You didn't tell me, like, you blindsided me with this. But um anyway, Charity comes on and talks about it, and she's like, Yeah, uh this is what I heard. Like, I had someone his ex-girlfriend DM me on Instagram and Aaron B like corroborated corroborated that. Um saying, like, yeah, like she was just smearing my name, like she is my ex, but we were done a lo- like way before it, like done in June. I got the message in December that I was on the show, and like he did talk about like having a little fling with someone like in between, but they weren't really in a relationship, which that was just stupid of him, like to say because that wasn't the person that they were worried about. So Eliza's just like, he was all over the place with that. But anyway, the whole story was that the the girl that he apparently dumped in June messaged Charity and said, hey, we were in a relationship, like, right before, like, he went on your season. Charity, when they left, Charity did, did not know that. So, like, they left on good terms um, okay. with each other. So, So she hadn't talked to him about that yet. And so... Eliza goes and talks to Charity to end it, and they kind of talk about it a little bit. 
but they don't really show what they talk about, I don't think. And then Aaron B is going to also talk to her, it looks like. So. Gotcha. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I guess that's not, I mean, it's still like kind of weird and shady, I guess, but it's not as bad as I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on who's telling the truth more than right. anything, but yeah, I I feel inclined not to believe anything Kat says, so. Right. I think that's but, fair. And Aaron B. was like legitimately crying over it, so I don't know. I don't know if that's a a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah. So that is, I think that's it for the Bachelor. Really, I don't have any more because that's kind of where things ended off for me. Yeah, I don't have much more. I don't have anything that I really remember. So, <laughs> what do you uh, what do you have for? Uh, other news. You got any space news for us? I do. I have a really fun one. All right. So apparently, there's a belief, and there was like a paper study that was just published that. So you know how like the moon, the way the moon was formed, was basically like another planet hit Earth and like created this big like explosion in the the molten rock that came off of the Earth like, formed due to Earth's gravity and became the moon, Mm -hmm. right? So that's, like, the leading theory on, like, how the moon was made or whatever. Um, So apparently scientists are now thinking that that planet is basically got, like, ate by the Earth, I guess, kind of. And, like, it's, like, in the core of the earth and the way they kind of like determined this is i guess they were doing like some i don't even i don't know i don't want to fuck it up but like they they were doing some studies and they noticed that there are these like blobs or areas where the the core is like much hotter in these parts than it is in other parts of like around the world and these are like continent-sized pieces, so it wouldn't be like a really small area. It's like a very vast area, and apparently they think it could be because like the planet or whatever that hit Earth to form the moon just kind of got like absorbed into the uh, Earth's crust. Hmm. Thought that was very interesting. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's kind of crazy, actually. Right. I don't have any other interesting news, so we're going to leave it on that one for uh, crazy science news. Um, the Earth eating another planet. So, um, what do you, you got any football news? Uh, I mean, there's some, they're kind of big injuries, right? Like Cam Akers, well, I guess not big, but Cam Akers towards Achilles. Yep. Um, i trying to think, what other injuries were there? It was a relatively... I feel like it was kind of quiet in terms of injuries. Oh, Jamar Chase apparently has some back soreness and may miss this week. Yes, and not only... He he put he said something ominous, or someone on the team said something ominous about it, about, like, uh, 
something about it was almost like the Tyreek to a thing where I hope I'll get to play with him again, like type <laughs> of thing. It was the same sort of thing uh, where Jamar. They basically said like, "We'll see if he plays again this season." So, well, I don't know. I don't know, but it's not, like it sounds like he's most likely out this week. Couple so. weeks, yeah, yeah. Um, Carson Wentz got signed. He's now the backup for the Rams, and they dropped both backup quarterbacks. Right, which is kind of wild. Did they have a bye week this week? Are they like they might? They might have a bye week. This I'm week. sure they'll pick. They'll pick one of the backups up and put them on the practice squad or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's my only thought. Is they must have like a bye week this week or something, and are able to give Carson Wentz time to like learn the full playbook. Um, speaking of learning the full playbook, Josh Dobbs coming in with zero practice reps and. Winning the game for the Vikings, kind of crazy. Granted, it was against Arthur Smith and the and the Falcons, but yeah, no, he he played pretty well. Played pretty well. Um, did you see? He maybe not. He made a TikTok um, after the game, and it has Creed playing in the background. So I I did not see that. No. He's the, Vi- the Vikings and Creed, role. man. The Vikings and Creed, just, yeah. just crazy. The other thing is, apparently, and this one it seems like very, very speculative, but apparently, like one of the Chargers cornerbacks or something was talking to Aaron Rodgers before the game and asked him. Uh, they were asking him when he was going to be back, and apparently Rogers said a few weeks. So take that as you will. Kind kind of tabloidish, but you know, I I'm not completely like I'm not saying it's false. So it's it's all uh, word of mouth from the um you know. Kind of, kind of feels like a People Magazine type headline oh, there. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But <coughs> we're not in the business of professional journalism here. You're right. You're right. Hundred percent. We we report the good shit. We don't need journalistic integrity. In fact, we throw it out the window. I would be sad if we had it. You know. I just told you guys a space fact. I could have pulled that thing straight out of my ass. I didn't cite any sources. I didn't provide any of the names of the papers or anything. I literally just spoke words into my mic. Yep. I mean, I... I, Everything with a grain of salt. Literally everything we say, yeah. Um, you You got any more news? Any more football news? Uh, I do not. All right, fuck it. Then let's uh, let's just blow through this. Then uh, we'll start with me versus Jack. I lost Jack ninety-seven to ninety-seven point three. Uh, that is my second loss by less than half a point this year. I've got five losses by a combined twenty-five points. Um, if you will break out the biggest loss from that one, 
Um, five of my seven are by 25. Uh, I've got four by combined 12 points. So uh, that is called no clutch gene right there. Um, my team didn't play all that bad outside of like George Pickens and my running backs, but uh, couldn't beat Jack in his 26 from Cleveland's defense. So, yeah, having a defense drop 26 on you is tough. And on your end, like the fact that the Falcons won't use B. John Robinson is super frustrating. Um, good news for you is Tank Dell seems to be having like a breakout right now, potentially, which would really help you out. Um, leaving 18 on the bench with Johnny Smith is tough when you only got 3.7 from uh, Trey McBride as well. Yeah, the whole Clayton Tune thing just didn't, didn't work out for Arizona, so uh, it was tough, but oh well, fuck it. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Drew versus Nick. Drew wins 137.05 to Nick's 97.4. Uh, big day from Dak, Joe Mixon, and Jake Ferguson. Um, and then he Drew had the Chargers defense as well, who popped off last night. So, yeah, um, not much to really say in this matchup. It does kind of feel like, you know, first half of the year, it felt like uh, Nick was getting a lot of these low score wins, um, but the past couple weeks, it doesn't feel like that's happened. Yeah, that's that's another thing I wanna I wanna say. Uh, I know everyone complains about total points for and total points against, but the the least amount of points I've had scored against me this year was 97.25 points and then 97.3 this week. So I haven't had anyone score under 95 points against me. I I don't want to complain about it too much, but you're right. You're right. Nick's, Nick's not getting those easy wins, um, but he still is at, even with Drew's second highest scoring, uh, week for the league this week. Um, Nick's still at 888 points against, which is very, very low. Yeah, um, that that's is, crazy. That is third, third to last. For for reference, the most is uh 1,089. So t- what 120 points more over 10 points a week more so yeah pretty pretty crazy um but yeah good win for drew uh really the way that things are trending jesse would basically have to lose out um and then you know those guys like drew and those other guys that are six and three uh mueller and and drew they and Stan and James, I think. Um, they they basically need one or two more wins with the way that they've scored. So, right. Um, I would say for Jesse, I mean, I don't think it's likely that he loses out, but he only has nine total points scored more than me. He is third lowest in points scored in the league, and is seven and two. So. Like, I'm not saying he's going to lose out, but his team's not putting up a ton of points. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel you. It's, uh, 
it's it's concerning for him for a championship. But you know, if he makes the playoffs, and he doesn't have to worry about it. So yeah. Um, let's go to Mueller versus Tossin, the high scoring player and the high scoring loser, both in the same game. Um, Tossin was actually the third highest scorer on the week in loss. Mueller won one thirty nine point one five to Tossin's one twenty two point one. Um, big days from CD. CD's been crazy. Rashad White's been crazy good. Gus Edwards has been crazy good. Mueller's team's just in really good form right now. Uh, really good day from Toss, and honestly, all things considered, like I said, third highest scorer this week. Just couldn't get it done. Yeah, you know, lots of lots of touch, six point touchdowns for uh, Toss, and so it kind of hurts to lose when you have games like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, good news for him is. Like Jonathan Taylor seems to be getting back into form, and Deontay Johnson actually has looked really well the past or really good the past two weeks. So that's always good for him. Yeah, yeah. He, I think things should be turning around a little bit for him eventually. The issue is, is that we've got the high scorer, the highest scorer, and the. Uh, third highest scorer and Tossin's the third highest scorer and is in 12th place Ben's the highest scorer in the league right now and is in 11th place so it, they're just not getting wins um, it's it's rough it's rough out there Yeah. so uh, speaking of which Ben still stays the highest scorer at 86.2 points um Loses to Jesse, 95.75. Rough week. He knew it would be with all those buys. Um, 22 from J- Dalton Schultz and 17.7 from Derrick Henry were good enough to get it done for Jesse, man. He, another low-scoring win. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. I mean, Jesse only getting 4.25 from his quarterback. Uh, and on Ben's side, yeah. I mean, not like a terrible game for any of his people, but like you said, with all those buys, he kind of is almost like a scheduled loss. Yeah, he, he's he got another tough week this week, I think, against Connor. So two wins that he he really wanted to get and really needed to get uh, might be tough to get. So um, let's go to James and Stan versus Jaden. Uh, Jaden scored 114.05. James and Stanton's 92.5. Um, big day from Cole Komet and Amari Cooper. And then uh, Young Huey scored 16, uh, 250 yards. Uh, and, I don't know, a couple other field goals as well. So, um, yeah, good good day. It was a tough week for buys again for James and Stan. So. Yeah. Yeah, still put up a fairly okay performance, uh, considering, you know, got 11 from Brian Robinson, uh, 12 from Devonta Smith. Um, I will say it's tough. Like, they have Quentin Johnston, who I feel like was one of those players, rookie players who was primed for a breakout, especially with the Mike Williams injury. But he just hasn't really shown anything like at all 
since the the Mike Williams injury. So that's that's a tough play. He only got two point six this week. Also, yeah, the it's... kicker got hurt, and Dare Agumbawale had to kick uh, the field goal. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's rough. The kicking woes continue. Um, it's kind of ironic as a as a Bears fan for Stan, you know. But um, let's go. Let's go to the next matchup. You versus Connor. Uh, you beat Connor one seventeen point eight to ninety two point six five. I'll just throw this one to you. You you talk your shit. Yeah, you know, it feels good because as we've talked about before, I think Connor is easily my number one hater in the league. And, you know, it feels good to not only win, but to win decisively. Um, I mean, I got things started right on Thursday night with Najee Harris getting me 14.6 points. Um, and, you know, I just kept it rolling. I want to say Nico Collins got his touchdown, which was basically all of his points, within like the first four minutes of the game's starting. Um, so, you know, that was great. T. Higgins, nice little bounce back game with 15 points. Um, you know, I was a little worried when I left the 50 points from CJ Stroud on the bench, but Joe Burrow came back with 26 of his own. So, you know, that was great. Um, I really just, I won at every single level of the game which is what you have to do and i'm just excited for my team to continue you know rolling at this uh this pace yeah yeah i mean one thing to know only thing to know is cj stroud over joe burrow puts you as high scorer this week but uh not a big deal we went, not a big deal at all nope. so <coughs> um Let's go to, you're, you're kind of cutting out, so I don't know if you're saying anything, David, but uh, we're, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Uh, Max versus Adam. Max beat Adam 103.3 to Adam 78.45. Uh, Adam's the low scorer this week. Um, I don't know if people are still taking their shots and drinks or not, but um, just a ugly matchup all the way around. Max... Anchored by Sam Howell and, and Stefan Diggs, and then 16.25 from Baltimore. Uh, nothing else really happened in this matchup. Yeah, not, not a super exciting matchup. I don't know who was the low scorer last week. Jesse. I don't think we saw anything from Jesse. And we didn't see one the week before from Connor either. So Ridiculous. Gotta yeah. get, on it. gotta get on it. Yeah. So we'll we'll see if if it happens. Um, I trust Adam will will take his shot and his drink. Um, he's not he's not flaky. But uh, let's go to next oh. week's matchups. Oh, you got one? You got something? Uh, no, we can just wait till next week's matchups. All right, all right. Um, let's start with myself versus Jesse. Uh, I'm gonna beat Jesse. Get back on the uh, the winning train. Stop this four game losing streak. Uh, yeah, I think you've got it. You know, you're getting your third win. You're gonna start pushing your way uh, for a playoff push. Yeah, I mean, I I need to win out and then get some help too. But uh, let's go to Drew versus Max. Uh, huge, huge matchup here for 
seeding wise. Um, like I said, I think winner if you get to seven wins is is probably gonna get you in. Um, if you've got the right amount of points, I'm gonna pick Drew this week to end Max's six game winning streak. But I think Max will still you know bounce back and and push toward a playoff spot. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Max this okay. week. I get that. Um, um, you know, Drew does have uh, Tyreek and DeAndre Swift on a bye, so that that could did be not, tough. Did not see that. Did not see that. That's a good week to play Drew if you're Max. Um, <laughs> let's go. Let's go Mueller versus Stan and James. I'm going to go Mueller. Uh, Stan and James have Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith on by. Yeah, I'm going to go Mueller as well for the same reasons. Uh, let's go to Ben versus Connor. Ben's got this one easy. It's, it's not an issue. Yep, I would, I would agree with that. I'm definitely going to pick Ben to win. Uh, probably not even going to be close. Let's go to you versus Tostin. Um, Tostin's got buys of some sort because he's projected very low. Um, you, yeah, definitely you. Yeah, I'm picking me as well. Uh, one note for my team, and this is probably going to fucking jinx it. I'm through all of my buys except for Jacoby Myers, whose buy is in week 13. So, you know, for the next couple of weeks, I should be playing my strongest lineup that I can put together. Um, full strength. Full strength. Full strength. But I'm also picking me to win this week. All right. Let's go uh, Adam versus Jack. I don't know. Does, do they both have buys? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'll say my gut's telling me Adam on this one. All right. Um, I'm looking at the buys right now. It doesn't really look like they have too many buys. Well, Adam has Cooper Cup on buy, and Kyron Williams on buy as well, but he's injured. <laughs> what I was going to say about Adam's team in the recaps last week, which I'm going to bring up now, or for the last week, um, is that Kyler Murray should be back this week, which. Yeah, yep. he stashed the entire year, so that could be big for him. Um, who knows? I think Modern Warfare Three releases Friday, and the game's on Sunday, so Kyler's going to be a little tired from uh, all the gaming he's going to play. But we'll see. We'll see how he comes out and and plays this weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's that's good analysis there. The the MW Three. Um, release date. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 big. Um, let's go to Jaden versus Nick. Uh, Nick must be hit with. Yeah, Chiefs are on by. So uh, I'm gonna go with Jaden in this one. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll go Jaden as well. Those buys are gonna be tough for him losing Mahomes and Kelsey. All right, we're through everyone. Um, give me your least favorite team name. Uh, let me go to the overview. My 
Least favorite team name. Uh, I'm going to go with Jaden. Is that Jaden? The too small? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't get the... Uh... It's Nick, it's Nick uh, dressed up as a midget standing on trash cans um, for oh. his Halloween costume. Um, so he's calling him too small. I think that's what it is. I... I'm not going to go Jaden because he spelled two correctly. So I'm proud of him for that. That's fair. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with my least favorite. Um, I I like the James draws, you know, call out, but the more like Autumn, you know, uh-huh. I, I think that I think that's my least favorite this week. That's fair. It's a a pretty widely used play on words. For Adam's yeah. name, I feel like so. So you know, yeah, not the most creative. For sure. Uh, give me your give me your favorite. Um, uh, my favorite. I mean, I really like your name slash picture combination. If you see this man shoot a, and it's a picture of you, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, uh, we love self deprecation here. Uh, so yeah, I'll go with that. Thank you, thank you. Um, took a lot of effort. Is is definitely just uh, either the first thought that popped into my head. You know, I want to shoot myself. But um, I'll give some call outs to to a couple of them. Um, putting Whitener Brown. That's a good uh, good editing job there by Mueller. Um, he's got some of the. Uh, some of his players behind the Cassidy sisters. Um, <laughs> enjoy your bronze medal, bud. Good, good callback. Uh, Stan beat Jaden in the Taco John's tournament when he was younger. Yeah. Um, Jaden is known for being good at golf. Uh, I like your Chapman or Lawhead one. Solid. We we haven't talked about it since you changed it. Um, the best part is definitely uh, Connor oh. holding. Carlin as the baby, um, solid. I I don't mind Secret Sauce is Moster. I don't know if we talked about it or not. Um, what I, I don't. What is it's Shahid and what is Falcon Punch Gay version? Do you know those two? I don't. I so I don't get the it's Shahid one at all. I um, think it's a meme of some sort. The Falcon Punch gay version, the only thing I can think is he has Matt Gay on his team as his kicker. Okay. Okay. So that's where you get the gay version, but the Falcon Punch, um, I was trying to figure out what what that uh what that was referencing. Maybe Taylor Heineke playing. It could be. It could be. That that wouldn't be bad. A uh, bad call. I gotta go with my my Name of the week though has to go to Max. Uh, play on Banshees of Insurin. Uh, Banshees of Alvin Sheeran does not flow at all, but the the wordplay solid, solid. So if you haven't seen uh, Banshees of Insurin, great movie. movie, great movie. It's on HBO Max. Uh, it's got I think Colin Farrell in it. Um, it's 
it's pretty dark but pretty funny but it's all over the place i don't know it's a it's a to, good movie though i'll have to see if i can fit it in around my head tie yeah yeah speaking of which you got any uh anything to plug outside uh, of outside of anime buttholes <laughs> honestly i don't think i really have anything to plug been pretty busy with work so most of my television time has just been like sports on in the background yeah yeah i've got one thing to plug um we can maybe talk a little nba if you want to but uh i it's it's not even a plug it's a suggestion get yourself a girlfriend with a lake house um yeah it it'll make you not even want to get on the chat with the boys during the games that's how nice it is so i was in charlotte during the games so i couldn't get on the chat uh well yesterday you got on the chat and hopped out quick so that's because called me i was i was doing work shit i i i don't know but get get yourself a girlfriend with a lake house it's nice um it's very nice uh Anyway, any any NBA news you want to talk about? Uh, end season tournament started. Um, tournament started. The courts are ugly. Um, yeah, they're awful. They're awful. Jamal Murray got hurt. I didn't see that. Hamstring. Mike Malone was very ominous about it. He said it's not a one or two day thing. Um. So that doesn't really tell you anything. Outside of the fact that he's probably going to miss multiple games, uh, but that's all I really know for NBA stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, if that's the case, man, I don't have anything to talk about NBA wise or anything else. So, hey, fuck it. Hey, fuck it. We gotta fucking deal with this together, bro. Okay? You got this shit. Okay, bye.